Hey listeners, this is Ernez with some quick pre-podcast notes. I recorded this episode on the road from Philly and forgot my trusty mic in Brooklyn. So a shout out and a very special thank you to Evan Thomas, a very gracious student at the University of Pennsylvania who let me borrow his mic for this episode. And he's the music director of an amazing acapella group called Discord. And um, they actually gave a performance over this past weekend. Um, So we're putting Discord's website in our show notes this week. So please, please check them out. And a shout out to my friend Kelly Schaff, who's on staff over there at UPenn, who connected us. And so I apologize for any pops you may hear or any weird inconsistencies. Um, It's just me being very unfamiliar with a fancy mic. All right, note over. Let's get into the workroom. Okay, here we go. All it's right. on. And go. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I've never played Candy Crush. I'm just trying to match up and get three in a row and pop lock up. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't concentrate. I can't look at the numbers and the candy. Um, okay, five seconds. Five seconds. One, Shut up, Emmy. Hold on. Stop uh, talking, Emmy. You done made me mess up. Stop talking. Hey y'all, welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest. And I am not Sibilia, but I am (laughs) Nayland. Yes, so um, Samelia couldn't be with us this week. Uh, she is busy um, away doing um, a lot of business womany things. And so, Nalen, welcome back. So glad to have you back here in the workroom. I'm glad to be back, as I, I am a poor substitute. However, <laughs> look no, forward no. to having Samelia back. None of that. None of that. We'll just kind of count you as like the <laughs> Nina of the episode maybe or the, the nina of the oh, okay. podcast you know kind of like coming in clutch right when we sort of need some like a new shot of energy <laughs> a that, different shot of energy. i will i will totally go with that Yay. as i am yes as i am part of the workroom family as as it- a very valued member um so yes and for you new listeners nailin um, of course, is a very valued member of the workroom family. And if you want to search back through on the other episodes where um, he's graced our presence, um, it's always fun to have have you here with us, Nalen. So, um, and also want to thank all you listeners. So uh, we're on episode 51, uh, which means we're on challenge number 11. We've just sort of been syncing up like that with the all-star season. Um, but Welcome back. And um, of course, you can subscribe to us um, if you're listening to us and you have subscribed, hopefully, on Apple iTunes. And um, of course, you can also, um, if you're subscribing on iTunes, feel free to leave us um, a review there. Thank you to those who are still leaving us reviews and five star comments. Uh, we really enjoy reading them. And um, of course, if you're not into leaving reviews, feel free to let your friends know. So that other fellow Project Runway fans who are hanging in there can join in and talk to us about the show. And of course, you can um, follow us on Facebook um, if you're still on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Workroom and on Instagram at The Workroom Podcast. And as always, we'll have our cheat sheet with all of the final looks of this week's runway. And you can find that link along with all the other links to... Um, uh, all of the things I've I've said before previously in our link section of our podcast description page, and we will let you know. We'll prompt you when it's time. 
Um, of course, we also have a bracket battle going on. And you've heard me mention uh, many, many, many times that we have Team Nalen and this is Nalen in the flesh. So Team Nalen <laughs> has a stake in this still. Still, I'm out. Samilia and Nalen are still in it. Going strong. So <laughs> That's true. My has been a it's been a rocky ride. Yeah, it has. It it certainly has been. So we will uh you know, sort of be in there and uh talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um so a couple of things that we wanted to bring up at the very beginning is so um so Nalen, um you sent me this message on Twitter um about Chris March and if if anyone is unfamiliar with Chris March We'll remember him as one of the um, finalists of Project Runway season one. So probably one of, I'm sorry, no, season four. Whoops. Oh my God. Mm, season two. Oh, four. Yeah, right. season four. So he he was uh, one of the most memorable um, contestants. And yeah, season four. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he was uh, uh, also in All Stars season one, I think. Yes. All-Star season one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And yeah, because I remember him also, I think he might have come back a second time then. Um, there was a season where they had a return winner, like Dimitri mm-hmm. and Michelle were on. And, um, and, and yeah, so so Chris has been um, a very prominent member of the Project Runway family and, and has been um featured many times throughout their franchise and has has been very successful as mm-hmm. a costume designer off the show as well um and, and had his own show for a while yes actually i did not know this oh yeah he had a he had a spinoff um i think on lifetime i'm not I, I think it was uh uh right after the move to lifetime that was sort of him uh, working with clients, he had a he had a, a studio off of Union Square, mm-hmm. and he would um, he had a whole team of people who would do sort of events um, and outfits for clients. Right, and there were these so crazy. So it was sort of the things, drama right? of his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because uh, he's you know known for making clothes out of very um, unconventional items. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, um, so, uh, there is word that he had an, um, unfortunate accident. There aren't many details. Um, I, I think they're trying to, um, protect his privacy and the privacy of his friends and his medical condition. But, um, there is a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and, and I'll put the link in the description page of here. Um, and, and a more, a, a better description of, of what's actually happening to him. Um, so it seems like he's had some serious medical conditions for, um, a good part of this year and, um, and needs, uh, some healthcare help. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think it's also, it, it sort of reminds us it's you so easily, um, think like, Oh, these people are on TV. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, everything's taken care of and they're rolling in it. Right. And, um, and I think it's uh, always sobering to remember, like how um, how hand to mouth somebody can be, mm-hmm. um, even even when they have a kind of prominence. So, 
Um, sending out a lot of wishes uh, to to Chris. Things work out. He's a really wonderful personality, and so yeah, sending all the best. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so let's move on into this week's episode, um, which I mean, the title is Nina crushes it. I think <laughs> I don't. Re- I I kind of rip apart these titles because I just I don't tend to like them. Anyway, so um, but I think I just spoiled it for you guys a little bit. So so very sorry about that. But they spoiled it with the title. But let's let's start um from mm-hmm. from the very beginning because we're we're on the runway and this is the one time we're we're not seeing the designers in the wild somewhere. Um, and so they're meeting Alyssa on on the runway. And they're all surprised that she's wearing mm-hmm. a great outfit, which is interesting because um, she walks out in this very colorful um, outfit that is supposed to from, you know, from the, uh, you know, the pattern that has been set previously by Alyssa that you can get some clues from the outfit. Um, and I realized mm-hmm. now that we're talking about Alyssa's outfit, and um, I think this was a, a really sweet one that I think she has had some ups and downs and um mm-hmm. in terms of how <laughs> these these challenges have been presented, how she has been presented. And it reminds me to ask you, Naylan, since we haven't spoken for a while on podcasts about this show, mm-hmm. um, what what have you been your overall impressions of this season? Anything that you've been like holding back or really want to get out before we go into the rest of the challenge? I mean, we've we've had some drama. I have to say that I do, I I love um, Alyssa as a personality, mm-hmm. and I also like that she is not afraid to, um, it, it, you know, she's not a model. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid to be. She's not afraid to be funny. She's not afraid. To be um, a little, a, a, she can be sort of body, but I, it doesn't come across in the kind of creepy Heidi way to me. <laughs> like, a, yeah, like, yeah. Um, so I kind of, I, I, I'd sort of love her as a, as uh, just as a general personality, mm-hmm. and I do feel like this season has been. Back and forth, it feels a little lackluster to me. Hmm. Um, although there's some really like I haven't felt like there was incredible close all the mm-hmm. way through. Um, with a couple of exceptions, but I felt like it's it it has felt a little a little stuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's a good way of putting it, and, and you know and- I do. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it just feels it feels like it's kind of I I mean, how you know, we're so many seasons deep at this point of all of these different variations of this show um that uh it's it's hard for them to get to a new place with it. Hmm. Um and I I you know, I have my own uh, you know, I think I texted you after um, after Joshua left. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that there are folks who have a very particular idea of who they are and what they're going to do on the show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is, um, you know, just not so successful. And I think the folks who kind of roll with it are the ones that we've got at this point. Yeah. It's like the, it, it's, it has not been the high drama people. Hmm. That, you know, it's really been the sort of like steady people. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Um, cause I, I do think that there's, there's some instances where Joshua could have gone home, but, um, mm. uh, I mean, there are in some instances that Anthony could have gone home as well, where, um, mm-hmm. they were, it definitely seemed to work in their favors to be the more interesting personality in a way. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and I think we see a, a lot of that as well, but I, 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 I think that's interesting. Um, but I do think that, that, that has been a bit of a detriment this season. Um, and we'll see it in what Anthony, how Anthony answers what all stars is versus project runway prime. Yes. Um, and so yeah. You know, the, I think stuck is is a really good way of of putting it. But I don't. I wouldn't think that they would see that as being a negative. Um, I definitely see that mm-hmm. as being a negative, and and or just something that's a little disappointing in a way. So, um, yeah, I think there's like the way that I feel about the designers as creators, and ways that I think about them as personalities, and then also you sort of have that mixed in with what you think the show is kind of doing with them. Mm-hmm. And um, and I definitely feel like Anthony has hit that sort of winning combination of like, I, you know, I, I made a note at a certain point, it's like, did he hire writers? It's like, he is so on it. Yeah. Really um, ready. But also... <laughs> <laughs> always but also, ready. Yeah, always ready, but also... Um, not, um, not vicious and, and the, and the work has been really solid. Whereas I feel like Joshua was like, it it was all about the personality and I really disliked the clothes. And I thought Mm -hmm. like the idea, like his overall idea about clothes is nowhere near as, um strong or innovative or you know as he thought it was mm-hmm. yeah i i so i feel like yeah no i i think we cuz we you know where he where he left the sh- left the show on your s- signature look i think that was very mm. instructive to see okay you know have you reflected on what it is that you do and what it is that you do well or what what it is you like to do and it seemed like he had the most left field idea. And it just kind of shows that, uh, you know, he doesn't, I, I think there's an issue with him, um, um, being able to, um, well, you know, self critique, but also reflect on what it is that he's actually doing and why. And, um, mm-hmm. and it, you know, and I think there was such a, it was so incongruous to how we've seen him work. That is that is just very clear that he's not really um, I don't know like he's just not 
I wouldn't say like he's he's not um he's not integrated into his own process. Like he just I don't know what his process is, even if he has one. Um, you know, because we're all mm-hmm. it's obvious to us what his aesthetic is, and then when it's not obvious to yourself, and when you're trying to do something that you think no one else does, you just kind of seem a little deluded and just yeah, a little delusional. Yeah, in general. But yeah, yeah, his most successful client was Betty Boop. <laughs> Which and I, I think is I think perfect. It's like and and yeah, and it's like so. own that. There are yeah. you know, it's like that sort of like Betsy Johnson's most like successful client too. Right, right. You know, there's there's ways to really have that um sort of personality um you know, jive with a way of putting clothes together, but mm-hmm. it's but it's it felt like it was just you know, ultimately very one note for me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, we can get more into this because I think this episode yeah. was very interesting um, in how things sort of played out, but also, you know, quite mellow. I think the workroom is very different now that we're mm-hmm. no longer with Helen. We're no longer with um, Joshua. A lot of things have changed. But um, OK, so let's get mm-hmm. to the challenge, everyone. So um, Alyssa <laughs> um, and, and we talk about this where Alyssa is in front of the designers and she is checking in with them about their experience so far on project runway. Mm-hmm. And, um, Anthony, um, decides to get a little, um, preachy and is like, well, you know, I think project mm-hmm. runway is where you find who you are as a designer, where as all stars is where mm-hmm. you show where you are as a designer. And, um, which I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that's not the the idea there. That's not something that I would say. I'm like, I think, um, you know, you're whatever. It's fine. I I just had a general problem with that statement. Um, go ahead. Everyone says that um that Alyssa's dress is cute. Yeah, yeah, and it, and they seem surprised that her dress was mm-hmm. was cute, especially Fabio. <laughs> hmm. So they're like, oh, okay, that's good. Um, and, you know, she's, you know, and we talked about Alyssa for a while. And I think, you know, I think it also was a really nice little clue about the challenge. Um, and she's been mm-hmm. doing well for the past couple of episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since since uh, since Zach Posen's episode, I would say. Um, so <laughs> we have um, a, a special guest, apparently. And mm-hmm. uh, Fabio offers a bit of his psychic ability because he automatically predicts that it's going to be Nina. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so um, so Nina comes in, stomping in with her hyper platform so she can mm-hmm. overshadow Alyssa, in my opinion. Just saying. Because <laughs> I feel like they're the same height in real life. But Nina had those yes. like power shoes on. And so, you know, she's kind of like towering over her. And um, Nina is here. Um, it's really wonderful to see her. <laughs> Just so glad. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happier to see her than I was to see Zach um, in a way. But um, she gives a little intro to the background of the challenge, which is how designers have been collaborating with games um, and, and mm-hmm. designing in a way. And that our lovely designers here will be collaborating with the most addictive game of all time. Which is Candy Crush. <laughs> right. Which Fabio also guesses. 
Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's it it does crack me up that it's like video games. They're so hot right now. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I know it's kind of um one of those things where you're just like, well, um, I was kind of hoping that it was a little bit more of a like a console game. I don't know, just yes. something like <laughs> one or or Xbox, like, you know. Something like, like that. Like any game where you could pick your outfit. Yeah. Like, candy, <laughs> like my big note is Candy Crush has no fashion. Exactly. Exactly. Like there's nothing, Something nothing like that. about it that relates to fashion. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, and also, you know, how they've done with, um, God, where, where do we do the other one where they give us a little bit of info about who has actually collaborated with games like these so they can legitimize it? I, I just needed mm-hmm. one, just one um, example of a designer who was kind of like, oh, okay, great. If they did it, then it's a, it, this makes sense that they would make this a challenge in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but but overall, what did you think about this, Malin, in terms of it being Candy Crush? I mean, it you know, it's, it's like this week... Uh, designers, your, um, you know, your looks are all going to be inspired by crack. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like if there's one yeah. thing that makes people look at their phones and not look at what each other are wearing, uh-huh. it's Candy Crush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? That is such a... <laughs> I mean... It's so. it's one of those and it's and, and you know on top of that okay let's let's move through this so so it's Candy Crush right so we we get we get a slew right. of Candy Crush people not a slew but we have someone else Yona Ingolf who is the narrative designer um which I I th- yeah. think is I I think that makes sense with um Candy Crush and also ex- it also it answered some questions as to like why it is so addictive of course you would have a narrative designer. Like someone who kind of mm-hmm. would make it an all-encompassing in- experience, or whatever. Um, and she's also wearing this amazing dress with a ton of colors and patterns, and obviously inspired mm-hmm. by Candy Crush. But um, many but, piercings. Oh yeah, so many piercings. <laughs> and also, I have to say that Fabio was really into her. He was like, "I love you already. I don't. You, you don't even mm-hmm. have to open your mouth. I kind of like you. You're already my best <laughs> friends. <laughs> you are my best friends." So, um, so yeah, yeah. So he automatically is, is really excited. Um, and we'll find out that there's some other designers who don't know what Kenny Crush is all about. Have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so the official challenge is that, um, well, actually, Yona explains what Candy Crush is for the benefit of those who obviously had no idea what Candy Crush was. And then, mm-hmm. um, but they're going to create a resort wear look inspired by the land within the game of Candy Crush. And um, for their um, benefit as well, they will get to play the game. And Fabio is upset that they're only going to play one level. <laughs> <laughs> So talk about crack, like Fabio and Candy Crush. Yes. Let's <laughs> yes. let's talk about that. Can you like have like a an intervention with Fabio and? But he's still very productive. Who knows? Um, I've I've <laughs> I've erased Candy Crush from my phone at least three times. It's no longer there. I've 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 I think mm-hmm. I deleted it after this episode. 
Um, but the anyway, so the highest, so whoever they're going to play the game because there's going to be a winner, and the person who gets the highest score from them playing the game will have first pick off of which land they're going to um, serve as, which land is going to serve as their inspiration. Um, right. Yeah, and so the prize is that one of them will be able to collaborate with, or the winner, I should say, will be able to collaborate with King, which is a company that created Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's a fashion design or it's something that maybe will end up in the game? Not really sure. No, I think it's it's probably like a t-shirt or something. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a lot like the Hard Rock Challenge, okay. right? Yeah. It's like, you know... We're gonna let you design something mm-hmm. that you know, like a sticker or something. <laughs> a sticker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. That that sounds sounds about right, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's they they're not really um, specific about what it's gonna be, which is upsetting. <laughs> right so you know we knew from hard rock exactly what they're going to get but for them like it's kind of like the whole thing with zach posen where it's like there is in the future possibly a leading lady that i have arranged but we won't tell you who she is she's not your muse um she doesn't matter right Right. um same thing with this yeah so anyway um all right so they get their official challenge and they um take them back to the workroom for sketch time. So mm-hmm. um, we do get to see a little bit of actually sketch time and they play the game. And I, I, for, I forgot about this, but the game play was to me very mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, yes. So yeah. What did, what did you think about this portion? Nalen? I mean, what? I, well, we hear from, we hear from, what is it's Edward is the one who doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Edmund. <laughs> right edmund yeah it doesn't know doesn't know like what the game is yes. um ken is um like we can tell where he put all of that like tightly wound energy that he had <laughs> like the previous two times like like that used to like come out in like really irrational outbursts uh-huh. because it's like ken <laughs> grabs the tablet and is just like the assassin. <laughs> yeah, he like, hasn't said basically, anything about how well he knows this, but he's like the competitiveness comes out. Yeah. 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 R- racks it up. So, like, like, you know. I mean, and he beats Fabio, who is the addict. Like, he's he's the target yeah. audience for this game. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, Ken wins by, and he, you know, he knows how many points he won by 50,000. He won by 50,000 points. <laughs> He's like, I think I won by like 50,000 or something. I was like, that was correct. Ken. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And poor Edmund, I think comes in last. He has no idea. Yes. No idea. So, exactly. um, so Ken chooses the um, chooses the resort first and he chooses Brulee Bay Beach and mm-hmm. um, he makes he does this wonderful happy dance like Ken's happy dance when he slaughtered everyone um, in his wake is just really wonderful 
And then um, mm-hmm. we have uh, who gets, um, oh gosh. Yeah, Fabio gets Taffy Tropics Tropical Resort Wear. Taffy Tropics Tropical. Mm-hmm. And then um, next is Stanley, who gets Lemonade Lake, Lakeside Resort Wear. And then Anthony, mm-hmm. who gets Sticky Savannah Safari Resort Wear. And then we have Edmund, mm-hmm. who gets the Marshmallow Mountain Resort out of default, because that's what Anthony did not want. And so there we have it. Bless you for writing that down because <laughs> I I defy anyone to be able to remember any of these things. And like I you know, both of us have played that game for a, a fair amount of time. It's I, yeah. like I, I couldn't even remember to tell you that there were places in I it. know. I do not pay attention to these things mm. at all. And so when she was like, Oh, the land of candies and candy, I was like, I barely remember that Candy Crush has candies in it. <laughs> I barely remember that when I'm playing with her, it's just like jujubes or like, what do you call it, like jimmies or whatever they call them, like little sprinkly mm-hmm. things that, that exist in real life. I'm like Ken, where I'm like, I just want to beat you. That's all. But I just want some mm-hmm. points. So, <laughs> so yes. yeah, so the names of these are incredibly descriptive and, it, you know, it's very, very sweet. Very all, you know, I don't know. It's, it's totally, it totally makes sense. But I kind of I like how they've um, <laughs> they've tried to match this up with different types of resorts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we we do get to sketch time before we get to mood, so we get to see a little bit more of everyone's idea what they're what they're trying to trying to do. But I think from the beginning, just kind of shows that people kind of forget immediately about Candy Crush. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you thought about this first dibs on con- their conceptual side of the process. You know, I, I think that, um, it, people seem to be doing fine. It's like what I say. It's like at this point, everybody's kind of like very capable, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it's the, these folks are sort of no nonsense. Although we do kind of get like Edmund starts sketching and it's already a little (laughs) scary. (laughs) Right. Uh, Like like what he's planning on is already a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, Um, can you describe what he's planning on Edmund? Um, he's, uh, you know he he has this whole thing about um oh god um he it's like going to the it's someone is going to the ski slopes and she's and what she's going to wear like afterwards mm-hmm. um he talks about having a pop of color which is the only way that anybody ever talks about color on yep. the show yep. um <laughs> you know it just is he's he's basically talking he's he wants to make like a ski outfit which is you know it's not always the best way to think about like a mountain yeah it's not the only thing you can do on a mountain is yeah. like ski wear mm-hmm. yeah and and i think it's also another thing that we realize that so anthony doesn't choose the marshmallow mountain resort because he's never been skiing or he mm-hmm. has never been on a mountain. That, I think that's what he said. Mm-hmm. I've never been on a mountain. And then Edmund obviously <laughs> has also never been on a mountain. And so right. <laughs> he's never played Candy Crush. He's never been on a mountain. 
and let alone done anything on a mountain or anything related to it, which to him, yeah, comes through as skiing. But, uh, right. yeah, he just, uh, go ahead. He probably go ahead. has eaten a marshmallow, <laughs> but that does not factor into the design. No, because no one cares about Candy Crush. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. What's going on? You know, we have, it's just so interesting how quickly it falls by the wayside. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Anthony, I think is sort of, I think he has, um, probably one of the easier things to relate to in terms of, uh, quote unquote safari or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess to him, safaris only happen in Africa because he's like, Africa must be hot. Right. So I'm going to make right. a cute short romper. I'm like, Anthony, come on. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, let's head into mood. And um, Anthony's scream is the timekeeper this week, mm-hmm. and also my new yes, indeed. So, <laughs> I'm never tired of it. Um, he can we scream also all day. <laughs> like here, it, yeah. In the there's a whole thing in the um, in mood where Stanley is fussing with Anthony's hair. Oh, yes. And Anthony's going like, are you my holding spray now? <laughs> and <laughs> and I have to say, it is, so this is super sweet. So sweet. And, and it's true that we no longer hear of, like, the sister wives. Mm-hmm. But there's something remarkable about the fact that, aside from Edmund, like, your top, four on this show are queer men of color. Yeah. 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 And there's like something really like lovely about how they are with each other. Mm -hmm. Like going back to what we were saying earlier, I bet that there's a way that Josh kind of felt shut out of that. Hmm. And, and also we heard, um, you know, we heard a little bit last week that it, that it felt like, you know, all boy and one girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and but but there is, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just think there's something really lovely. I mean, you were talking about like the show that you want. <laughs> yeah. Of all of them with the design house, and there's something very nice about seeing that relationship in the show which is not a relationship that you see on tv very much yeah yeah i mean and i i skipped over it um because i thought it was quite an oh wait no we'll get to that soon actually sorry we it it reminds me of a moment that they'll they had at the end of the show but um Mm -hmm. i i kind of selfishly and this is not a spoiler but i selfishly wanted edmund to get eliminated asap because i wanted the you know, the sister wives and the den mother type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I feel like all you had to do was get rid of Helen and Joshua. And then I could just sort of get the <laughs> same thing, even though Edmund's there. And Edmund's sort of like yeah. the weird, you know, younger sister somewhere who's kind of like off on in the corner doing so well mm-hmm. all by Edmund's self or whatever. Um, but just sort of like in the mix whenever to kind of add a little bit but not not too much i I wouldn't mind having edmund um in in the show as well as long as he didn't really say much but um i I can't say that but um yeah yeah yeah. 
chill. Yeah, I think I think he would be good too. Like it's like it's, you know, <laughs> I think they're they're happy to hang with him. Yeah, and also I, so I, yes, it pointed out to me like they're also like Edmund's also southern. I think Anthony and Edmund are from Atlanta, and um, mm-hmm. Ken is from I think Alabama. Is where he's based? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just like this wonderful sensibility going on in there. And we see a lot of that in mm-hmm. mood. Um, mm-hmm. And and another thing that stood out to me in mood was, um, unfortunately, was Edmund. Um, because we have all these other people. So Stanley is, he's he's doing what he's been trying to do, I think. But Anne has been stopping him which is make a dress with pants underneath. And um, Mm -hmm. he's, I think people are are looking into very flowy, airy fabrics, but um, rich colors as well. Um, Aside from, Mm -hmm. I don't know, including, including um, Fabio, but not really including Anthony who gets this wonderful white violet um, uh, fabric. And we have Edmund Mm -hmm. getting tech fabric that's breathable, but retains heat. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so he's getting yeah, all and, performance things. <laughs> and I see, yes, and I see Edmund standing next to like some really colorful fabric, and right. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Thinking that he'll incorporate I, that into something. Yeah, yeah. There's like this crazy triangular, um, kind of like psychedelic looking. Not psychedelic, but it's very graphic. Um, looking mm-hmm. fabric that, um, yeah, I think looking at that, I was a little confused as to where he went later on, but we can, we can get to that. Um, mm-hmm. and then, um, and I, no, go ahead. No, I always get nervous when I see Fabio picking out color. Like, <laughs> oh, no. like I have to say as, as much as I love his sensibility, mm-hmm. a lot of times his color choices to me are really kind of, um, uh, weak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you I know, have to agree with that. So, so do you, um, so you want to um, describe what he chose in mood, the colors that he was playing around with? He seems to have, he seems to be, be picking out like a peach, and uh and a um and a and a tan or something or a lavender it's like really weird mm-hmm. and i was and i was really um i i was really um freaked out about that but then that's not really what ends up hap- appearing in the dra- in the outfit right right yeah um and we can we can see that from there but it's interesting to see how he's yeah. working that out because this this is candy yes. crush and obviously i think they're looking for something that is more playful and colorful. That's evocative mm. of candy. <laughs> so mm-hmm. because Nina, that's something Nina screams from the runway, have fun. And I think especially with these, you know, even though we know Nina to be a stomper of dreams and someone who's extremely mm-hmm. strict about things and loves tailoring, um, whenever she's, confronted with a challenge that is this playful when the designers don't go far enough with that playfulness she really gets upset because i think she has high hopes for yeah this um well she she has become like the senior um the you know the 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 senior judge at this point yeah yeah 
you know, she's like the Ruth Bader Ginsburg of <laughs> uh, Project Runway. <laughs> yeah. And you and know. it's what's interesting is that this is, again, so we figured out that this was taped in 2016. So before a lot mm-hmm. of things happened, but also before she became the editor-in-chief of Elle magazine. So I think right. when they filmed this, right. she was still, you know, uh, she was still at Marie Claire, still affiliated, but... um I think even now, like Nina, she's even more powerful <laughs> than, mm-hmm. than she was then. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so there is a moment at checkout at Mood that I want to know if you were concerned because I thought it was a harbinger. They thought it was like a harbinger of drama to come that a lot of people mm-hmm. are making similar garments. And there seems to be um, a series of jumpsuits coming up in our mm-hmm. in our uh, future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if, if, and that's something that's been, that has gone on throughout this episode, which I think is a little bit of manufactured drama where the designs seem to be coalescing <laughs> or converging. Mm-hmm. Is that a better word? Basically, um, everyone seems to be making pants. So, right. Let's get into the workroom because that's where I think right. everyone pants really and a dress. Out. Yeah, pants and dresses. That's what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get back into the workroom, and then we which on on location watch uh-huh. is um, Skylight Clarkson Studios, really? which are over. Uh, yes, wait. There, we finally see we see an exterior shot. Okay, wait, wait, no. Yeah, I knew that, but but where where are these studios actually? I don't really know. So it's um, Washington Street. It's basically between Tribeca and the West Village. Oh, okay. It's like it's it's um, it's kind of below the Meatpacking District. Okay. Um and uh, and kind of far west. Okay. Okay. So closer to which the means water. that they're super far from Mood. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah, people. I never even thought about that. Yeah, people don't know the geography of New York, so they're they're essentially, um, I would say like downtown West, and yes. Mood is on Thirty Seventh Street, Thirty mm-hmm. Seventh <laughs> and um, between Seventh and Eighth. So mm-hmm. you know, I wonder how they actually do this because they must take cars up. That's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty rough track, actually, um, just traffic-wise. But who knows? Maybe they clear the streets for the Project Runway van so they can get to and fro from the Because <laughs> it's that important, I'm just saying. <laughs> they have to get mm-hmm. the fabrics. Um, and that's another thing. I'm, I'm, you know, because Mood has regular hours, and they're clearly there before or after hours. And right. Mood, tends to, exactly. Mood opens at 9. So they're, they might be in there before 9. I know a lot about mood. We both yeah. know a lot about mood. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I was just there last week <laughs> getting zippers. Yeah? Did you get anything good? I got some zippers because I've been looking. So as you guys know, like I have an Etsy shop where I'm making cyanotype um, bags and little pouches. And my pouches, use. I, I love these turquoise zippers. And I haven't really been mm-hmm. able to match the color that I find at mood anywhere else. So um, I had to mm-hmm. go there during the Nor'easter because... <laughs> I needed, oh my god i needed to make a pouch and i was like I, that's the only place i know where to get zippers and um so i went the nor'easter you know uh got there at 10 trying to get there as early as possible before 
the tourists got in because mood is, of course, people flock there who aren't necessarily um, looking for things to use. They're looking for swatch, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so I went and, and got some zippers. But I love it there. <laughs> They're so great. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I got just got some zippers and forced myself to not go upstairs or downstairs because I always find some type of fabric that I just need two yards of. I know it is it 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 is as bad as Candy Crush. It is. Oh man, <laughs> it really is. Okay, all right. Anyway, and not, now there's like a remnant section. Okay, moving on. Mm. So, um, we're in the workroom, and uh, mm-hmm. everyone is taking a chance with pants. So, right. but everyone is also upset about that. Um, mm-hmm. and. So, but I thought that, so here we, here we are, we're down to five designers and we have Edmund who broke down the math for us, <laughs> what five designers means. And, um, mm-hmm. I think it means also something that these designers have been together for so long that their designs are starting to look like one another's or they're being inspired by one another, but in, I think in a very organic mm-hmm. way. And, um, Stanley, who has been redeeming himself unbeknownst to him and it only matters to me but some of the things he's been saying i've been like you're right you're so right stanley how he's doing pants because he thinks the judges have seen too many gowns and dresses in general and that's sort of why they're leaning towards something that's very different um uh, although Mm -hmm. um (laughs) although that's one of the reasons why he wanted to um he wants to stand out with pants and so he, you know, he's sort of looking around the room and, and just like, oh, I thought, you know, I could do this. And now it's just like, oh, no, I can't do it with pants. And I'm like, Stanley, mm. you can still do this with pants. And, and I think with Edmund last week, with the best outfit that he's made, one of the best garments that he's, I don't know if you, what you thought about that, Nalen, but I was, I was very, very pleasantly surprised and pleased with what Edmund did. And I think it had a lot to do with switching it up yes. and getting out of this, in my opinion, a fake aesthetic for Edmund. I don't think he's all about quote unquote sexy, mm-hmm. but I think this is more his lane. Mm-hmm. And that was successful for him. And I have a feeling that's also a part of it as well. That they're all just tired of making dresses and yeah, sort of like converging their designs in a way. So yeah, well, and and you know, I, to me, the basis of resort wear is basically. You don't know what you're going to do that day. Hmm. <laughs> so, so it's point. kind of like, well, I could do this <laughs> or I could go over here. I should probably wear something that'll work for both. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I That's a good point. Um, I mean, and also it's just kind of like, well, I yeah, I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. And I think that's something that a lot of them don't really think about is like, what is what what are they doing? What are they doing all day? How is mm. this practical? How is this wearable? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but any any thoughts about this pre Anne is back time? Anne is back, everyone, just to warn you. Anne is back in the workroom. But before she comes in, <laughs> any any thoughts? <laughs> um, I had a I had a weird observation, which is that um, clearly something was going on outside of the windows because there's like weird fabric sort of tacked up over all of the oh, windows in the workroom. I didn't notice that. It's like when you go back and take a look, it's sort of, they didn't do like, 
a a super custom job. And so it oh. makes me think like, and uh, you know, has that been going on all season? I didn't really t- like take a close look, mm-hmm. but but it's sort of it's sort of weird. There's this kind of like um fog colored fabric That's, pasted up over the windows. Yeah. And and we do get this sort of back and forth of like okay, so um are you making pants? Yes. Are you making a dress? Yes. <laughs> Um, are they color? Is it color blocked? <laughs> yeah. No. I was like, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I just, it's, <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait, you're doing some too? No, why? I'm like, well, why not? Right. <laughs> so, um, at least Anthony's making a romper. He's making shorts. So he's, he's, um, <laughs> changing up a little bit. Yes. Um, but also, um, just, you know, just a note on the way out before Anne comes in is that chicken is back. Um, and so it's, so I don't know if you noticed before, but when Ken had his breakdown, you, you've noticed before, but oh, his, yes. his breakdown, oh, I, I missed that where yes. he just, you know, he was like, I'm not going to design anymore. I'm just going to eat this chicken. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and here we have it I, back. You know- Wait, wait, I ahead. admit that I was not looking at the screen at that moment. So mm-hmm. I loved that. Um, I love that we caught that the last time around it was Popeyes. Yes. <laughs> I, what was it this time? Did you I, did you get a good look? No, at I didn't it? see it because they didn't show any of them eating it. But I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm just gonna assume that it it is Popeyes, although it was baked chicken, and I don't know if that is Popeyes. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, no, they no. Do they bake oh, chicken? Ken was going. Right, because Ken was going to Anthony like, "There's fried chicken." Yeah, and Anthony goes, "Mm-hmm." He was like, "Oh wait, no, <laughs> it's, it's goes, baked." There's baked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> There's cornbread. And then he, because he was doing it in such, I'm, I don't think I've. It's been a long time because you know both of my parents are from Louisiana and I have family in St. Mm-hmm. Louis, and so the way he talked to him, I was like, "It's so southern." He's like, "It's chicken." Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. It's baked. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's cornbread. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. Mm-hmm. I love it, but also just kind of yes. this whole thing again, where I just, I just really love seeing that. And also, I think we have a redemption moment for Chicken and Ken's life, where it's not about escapism; <laughs> it's about community <laughs> and building and being productive. So, <laughs> I just feel like the chicken needed an arc in project on project runway um in ken's life so very wonderful i'm i that is a that is a beautiful read (laughs) all right (laughs) okay um so 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 are you ready to go to Anne time oh always (laughs) i'm gonna let let you take it from here nailing because i feel like i've like and especially like Smilly and I, we 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 really want to know what you think of these sessions since it's, you know, it's not very Tim at all, and we know that Tim it is, is very instructive for you. Tim. He's okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I, feel so I mean, the truth is that Anne has so little interest in <laughs> in mentoring these designers. Like, yeah, none. very little. And um and <laughs> and you notice that there is not an Anne full and wider save. <laughs> <laughs> <There. laughs> 
Well, this is also all stars, but then what, what, what if there were only because you're like, no immunity. This is all stars. And I'm like, well, okay. Right. Then you, can you back that up with something that's better than, I don't know. I feel like the prizes all, have also right. been a little lackluster, but if there had been and save, what, what would, what do you think that would be like? Or what do you think would be, um, sort of the <laughs> negative or the terrible reason to give that to her? Um, the, I think the Anne Flynn Whiter save would be like, I'm going to save us all some time and cut three of you. (laughs) (laughs) What if Anne bulldozed the entire show? (laughs) (laughs) That would be, that would be like the way that it would come down. I just, I'm just thinking like, just don't go out on the runway this week. (laughs) <laughs> she would cut you in the workroom the save. yeah i want to save you from the runway all right you're just, it's just so bad it's really terrible you should just just like you know just pack up now yeah just go home just here i'm oh. gonna I'm, we're in the workroom i don't have to to instruct you to go up to the workroom we'll do this very efficiently and then tim gum's like no that's not the point (laughs) i mean that's i do uh i i um i do kind of i did love like the weeks that she was away i I mean i really liked the them mentoring each other yeah yeah i don't like to see her but because it was so clear like Oh my God, she really, like, she's really not interested. Yeah, and I and I think it was also very stark in how it was. I think I, uh, I think I think maybe I suspected, or you know, it's really I suspected a little bit that the designers did not like her. But the mm-hmm. way they interacted with Anne, I'm mean, not Anne, with Rebecca Minkoff last week yes. in comparison to yeah. how they are with Anne. It's definitely not just her. I think she's sort of worn their their interactions have have uh have devolved in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's worse than it was at the very beginning of the season. Yeah. And having Rebecca in there was was really wonderful and and mm-hmm. light, but still, you know, she kind of brought in her own clout. And um but I'm curious, what did you think about the week where they mentored one another? How did you think they did? I mean, it clearly this was the opportunity for drama, but I think that it was also that again, kind of a testament to like, okay, everybody's kind of been around a couple of times and is kind of pros here. Nobody's really going to do anything super shady, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, on yeah. Um, like uh, at this point. Um, that's something like if that happened on on project runway prime it would be knives out right, right right if it was all people's like first time out then you would get people really trying to play games right so i thought it was actually fine and it was it there were like moments in it that felt like okay well let's like play tea party okay like <laughs> <laughs> you know it was kind of a little bit like them like sitting down like i think you should do this okay well thank you for saying <laughs> <Yeah>. that bye <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because do you oh think that's God. something that they uh, should do more often with each other? Essentially, have um, a, a real crit. 
<laughs> kind of. I mean, that's, yeah, well, uh, so that's interesting, right? I didn't even think about that. Like, um, you know, you and I have a lot of history with crits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not easy to do, and it's not an easy thing to do um, on camera. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, there has to be like a lot of trust involved. So I don't know if it would really, I don't know if it would really help. Okay. Or I don't, I mean, it might really help, but I don't know if it would actually play on the, in terms of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause as soon as I asked you that question, I had thought of another format that was not Project Runway only because mm-hmm. um, I was, it was, you know, pretty clear that there's certain people who are used to giving and receiving critiques. So I thought Fabio was amazing and right much yes you can tell um what they're i don't know for me i can infer a little bit of what their their lives are like um in Mm -hmm. community outside of the show um and someone who Mm -hmm. i just want to sit down and ask him lots of questions is edmund i just want to ask him question after question and force him to answer me (laughs) and so and so like for something like that i was thinking more of like a benefit to edmund um i don't know i'm like quietly rooting for him and very frustrated Mm -hmm by him as well but thought that mm-hmm. like oh he seems like someone who um i think um should have had that by now and mm-hmm. would be very receptive to it and the one i'm most curious about in terms of like i want to just kind of like sit you down and look at some stuff and ask you a lot of why questions <laughs> right but, like where is all this going yeah yeah where why how yeah who are you so, um yeah. What was was Marlene still around for the mutual, no. um, the the mutual mentoring no, episode? She or wasn't. she was gone by then? Yeah, she was gone yeah. by then. Why? What were you thinking of? What would it be like? I, to have I'm Marlene? just thinking like I, I'm just thinking that she would be impossible in that format. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just she's somebody who just had such a specific way of working. Yes. That yeah. Even though she told you she was doing something differently, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah, she's someone else that, I, and I mentioned that where I would, I need to. She's someone who needs like a shoulder shake, just two hands on each shoulder, and you have to kind of like, you know, make force her to look into your face and hear what you're saying, <laughs> and then again ask these why questions, but also ask her to define a lot of the words that she's been using. Like, what mm. do you mean by architectural, but- Marilyn? Or, you know, but, you know, the thing about the thing about somebody like that is that um, and I speak from experience (laughs) at a certain point, at a certain point, you have to you can't do it for them. Like, it doesn't matter if you're like in their face shaking them. It's not going to it's it's not going to take because it's their whole method of formulating the idea is very one way. Right. It was right. like she got a bunch of fabric, she pinned and draped on the mannequin mm-hmm. and and sewed from there. Right, right. And that was it. Like that was the way she knew how to work. So she so in order for her to actually be able to respond to that sort of um, probing, she would have to completely reconceptualize how she made things, hmm. and that's and and that's something that somebody can only really do on their own. I don't think that you can, te- you know, and particularly if it works for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it, it. It's not like it was horrible every 
time out, there were some, you know, she made some really wonderful things. Right, right. Um, but it's like, but but that, she really seemed to me like somebody who was like, no, this is the way she's going to work it. It doesn't matter, like, what adjectives you put on the thing that she's making. Mm. It's always going to be made the same way. And it's, and as such, it's always going to sort of look the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, it was quite obvious for a lot of people who obviously have been working closer with her, namely Anthony, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's right behind her and could hear everything. And, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Marilyn was on my bracket, everyone, if you don't remember. So I, I think because I'm so competitive and I really wanted to win and I was not, okay with her being my last branch on my bracket mm-hmm. that I was I yeah. wanted to reach into the to the TV and just be like <laughs> Marilyn listen to Anne do you understand <laughs> do it for me please you're my last hope I'm losing <laughs> Marilyn uh so frustrating um yeah anyway um so yeah so, so but but back to Anne and um the reality of the situation here is that <laughs> no more Rebecca Minkoff. Well, to me, <laughs> here's, here's what was interesting about this session with Anne mm-hmm. is that it seemed a little bit more effective, partially because she really just talked about Nina. Oh. Like everything that she had to say was really about like, well, you know that Nina likes blah, 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 blah. Right, or right. you can't, you know, do the, like, think about what Nina thinks. Like, yeah. Th- so that like it was not um her you know thing right like it wasn't Anne's mm-hmm. thing as much as it was her talking about Nina yeah I mean I I don't I think you know and, and we we start off with Edmund which I think where she was the least uh effective in a way and mostly mm-hmm. because Edmund is still just like in a shroud of uh, unknowing anything like he just doesn't know what he's he knows what he's doing but there's like a layer Mm -hmm. of misinformation that he refuses to internalize so he's making an actual ski jumpsuit (laughs) so um something that you can actually ski in which is why he bought performance fabrics um so you know like the the i don't even know where that section is in mood i've never been there but essentially something you'd make like a scuba or, or, or a scuba suit out of or right. a wetsuit or, or maybe yeah. like a performance I mean, outfit. Um, neoprene, basically. Yeah, neoprene, neoprene. And, um, and, and in a way, you know, she, you know, she tries to, 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 um, to convey that it doesn't have to be so literal as something that is something that she will actually ski in. Um, but I, you I, know, I think this is the one area where she could not really use her, her bona fides as like a Nina whisperer because, mm-hmm. um, you know, but again, I feel like Nina, we all know that Nina hates a cow neck. All right. That's one of the things she hates. Right. She hates cow neck. Um, and essentially what I saw as like a, like a mountain resort wear is essentially just fancy mm-hmm. outerwear and just do something that Nina likes. That's like fancy yeah. outer resort wear that is tailored. I don't know, but kind of simple. Um, well, yeah, Anne says apres ski. She says the magic oh, phrase no, apres, apres ski. ski. Oh. And um, and she also, I mean, she does say something to him that's pretty smart. That's like, okay, if you if you take away the fashion, all you have is the equipment. And and I thought that was right on. Oh, it's like basically yeah. Edmund's 
designing the equipment mm-hmm. for skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's that's what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand. I know I didn't I because I, he took it in such a different direction than what mm-hmm. was so obvious about this challenge. And it was it kind of was kind of mind boggling in, in, in a way that where I wanted to mm-hmm. see Edmund just kind of go all out into the ski look because you, you can. So, you know, if you're if you want to design the fashion into someone who's actually skiing, then you can make the jacket, you can make some pants, something that's utilitarian, mm-hmm. but put your Edmund spin on it. Like if this person's actually going to be moving around in this outfit um and we can we we can move on to what he makes later later but um i think mm-hmm. i think he just made an edmund version of a ski a ski suit um yeah 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 um what about with stanley here at the lake resort okay can i just say i fucking hate this print <laughs> you hated it i didn't really care about it yeah. either but i was just kind of happy to see something else no, no one has been great with prince this season mm-hmm. i just have to put it out there um but yeah what, what, yeah. Were, what were your thoughts on this i i mean i maybe i'll say more when we get to the actual the the the, the looking at the whole outfit yeah. but i just was like oh you know what is that print about and um but i think like the overall sense of the of what it is that he's trying to do mm-hmm. is, you know, is, is fine. <laughs> you know, it's all right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not blown away by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also, I, you know, I was also aware that this is something that Anne has, um, warned Stanley about in the past in terms of making things so voluminous or so many layers and having it be mm. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I remember him making this, um, gesture, just kind of like, I'm going to, and then also I'm going to make this huge scarf thing that goes like, just kind of circles mm-hmm. her face. And Anne's face was kind of like, Oh, that no, she just kind of like scrunched up a little bit. And I don't know. I just don't know what, Stanley's doing. I think this is kind of like his panic design thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going off from Stanley needed Anthony to walk behind him and go like only two pieces. <laughs> it's like last week we said three, but this week only two. Stanley, <laughs> only two. Another thing that's so adorable about all of this, how they've been keeping each other accountable. Ugh, I forgot about that moment from last. I week. know, just so wonderful. Ugh, this is that. So, um. Yeah. Oh, and so Anthony is next. Do you want to move on to Anthony and Anne? And I think yeah, Anthony has been kinda... having interesting interactions with Anne this whole season, if you have any thoughts on that, too. Oh, I mean, he he um, clearly <laughs> does not have... Well, I won't say that he doesn't have respect for her. <laughs> I think he I think he respects her position. Mm-hmm. But I also think that I mean and this maybe goes back to the way that 
the role that she's kind of put in on the show, Mm -hmm. which is not really mentoring. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that I I think that Anthony actually does really respond to somebody who um, seems to be genuinely invested in him being better. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause in, Whereas, in contrast like to like that's maybe Stanley or, um, maybe Rebecca. Yeah. 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 So, so that's the thing is I think that I, I think that, you know, he knows that he, it's, it's like, okay, I have to interrupt what I'm doing and have an time now. And this is what it's going to be like. And, um, you know, and, it all seems fine. He has some whole thing in this interaction where he can't stop. Say, like he keeps getting mixed up between Savannah and Safari. Yeah. Cause he did get Savannah. It's, it's a Savannah yeah. African Safari desert resort desert. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And he makes the point that he's, not doing color that he is responding to the shapes of the game mm-hmm. that he's using the eyelid as this kind of the circles within the grid of mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little bit of a cop out. Cause you know, we all know that Anthony openly admitted that, you know, he uses black and white as a safe space, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. but I, I did appreciate that approach to it in a way of making it, um, qualify somehow and having yes. to use um, use this without color I thought was extremely clever <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, alright so on to Ken and I have to say Ken has this I don't know Ken is it just okay, he has this beautiful sketch um, and the muslin mm-hmm. to match um, of his outfit, and we'll see that his his final look looks just like the sketch. Um, mm-hmm. And and Anne, I thought this was Anne clearly is a Ken fan. She has a wonderful memory of his looks because mm-hmm. you know, he's using this bright yellow color, mm-hmm. and um, she remembers that this is something that he featured in his finale from the previous All Star season. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know if you had any thoughts on this. I, I thought this was probably the best Anna moment. <laughs> between Anna and yeah, I don't, I actually don't remember what it, what the interaction was like. Yeah. So it wasn't anything. I mean, it just seemed like straightforward. I think she just says like, oh, well you had a real success with yellow and mm-hmm. in your previous show. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything else from there. Yeah, probably because she, she didn't say anything about the actual garment, which I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, yeah. can't you say something about this? And also is, to me, very Ken-like in terms of what he's already shown on, on All Stars. It, it's very reminiscent of his Betty Boop outfit. Mm-hmm. That was in black, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, next to your bracket team member, Fabio. Yes. How was this? And 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 I have to say I hate the trim. <laughs> Same. Like it is clueless. Like the what the heck? It makes no sense. What the heck? Do you want to describe the trim a little bit? It's like it seems like weird little dirndl <laughs> pom-pom, like white tri- like <laughs> like he has this very sophisticated kind of 
structured dress and pant combo that's very um that's that's carefully color blocked and then for some reason it's like outlined in this weird white trim that i just don't get (laughs) but nobody mentions it like no like so i think if because i don't you if you recall from last week where he was making his country outfit and Rebecca pointed at the stupid ruffles he had on his shorts. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, there's something up with Fabio and these smaller details that I don't really know if they're totally necessary or what he's going through when he thinks about those things. But um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I wonder if it's a fear that there's not enough. Yeah, like it, like, like if pleading's not enough. The red carpet dress mm-hmm. that he made was such a knockout yeah but was also like someone could come along and go like well you know where's the technique where's the sewing where you know i mean Mm -hmm. it was very pared down and i think maybe i don't know i don't know what it is but it's like not it's i i I agree with you. Like when I saw like the sketch for the, for the country outfit, I was mm-hmm. like, Oh no, no, not like Daisy May ruffles. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he pulled it together. And um, yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, I don't know what the deal is with this trim. It's not attractive to me because you thought I, it, it also reminds me a little bit of um, his previous all-star season with the um i can't believe i remember this in detail but so it was the episode that was a it was a fashion face-off essentially not a fashion face-off mm-hmm. but they had to roll these gigantic dye down the runway um to figure out their fabric and then to figure out their event and some people oh, had, like, right. brocade and yeah. masquerade and you know like you know stuff like that yeah, like, yeah. um and so he rolled denim and i think masquerade or something like that but he the way he trimmed that dress also and it, this that dress that he made for that challenge which was like this bubblegum pink denim um pleated mm. looks similar to what he's making now and he also struggled with the trim on that as well he almost went home for that dress mm-hmm. and so he keeps talking about like oh i i went home last year on this challenge and you know superstition 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 so i'm like is there also something right. about you making these types of dresses when push comes to shove and you're i don't know sort of like sabotaging mm-hmm. yourself but I, I i think yeah i definitely ugh, the trim was very clueless it was really strange yeah so um but he was very adamant about keeping his pants you know there's certain things that he has yes. strong opinions on that i think are more him and i i would be more mm-hmm. i would be surprised that i don't know i feel like stanley seems less uh, of someone I would see to do this kind of garment than Fabio, cause also since he's done it before. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So we are. So Anne stomps out by Anne. Mm-hmm. Everyone is glad to see her go. Um, and so we have the models come in for their fittings, and then we also have the um this the crazy time before the end of the day so now mm-hmm. did anything stick out during the model fitting or this whole um this wrap up to the day 
I, you know, uh, no, actually, weirdly enough, <laughs> did anything <laughs> stick out to you? Not really. And I, and I, you know, honestly, in my notes, I was like, Fabio, good fitting. Stanley, perfect pants. Anthony, happy yes. with his fitting. Ken, yeah, yeah. perfect fitting pants. There was no, there was, I mean, it all went well. Edmund is yeah, cool. I think still they kind of say, <laughs> oh, well, there is, is it Anne who mentions like the crotch issues? Uh, or or is that yes like somehow that comes up yes. and and Edmund is doing this thing of like okay my model's really tall so there's gonna be clearance or something I don't you know it, you know he's trying not I understand like trying not to get the camel toe trying to get that inseam right but right. um you find out later that he gave her like an inch and a half extra room mm-hmm. <laughs> and crotch her just Makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, so he's trying to figure <laughs> that out, but he seems good too. He's like, great. Yeah. Great. Even though I'm like, no, you're not. You're not great, Edmund. Right. It's not it's not looking good. Um so it's looking more yeah. and more like a like a cat suit. Um he could make a make a really nice tailored blazer out of neoprene. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um that would be actually like a great um <laughs> that would be a great addition to this look. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that would be, like, a really hilarious way to mix it up. Yeah. If you were, you know, this is a... Oh, that would be great, actually. Because I thought that's what he was making um, before when he was just cutting it. I saw a collar. I'm like, oh, okay. That's that's right. a, that's nice. It looks like half of a, of a, of a jacket. Um, and then eventually we see that, no, it's it's going to hug her. And it's not... It's just going to be a right. suit. So... Yeah. All right. Um, so... So then it's the next day. We come to the next day, the run up to the runway. And, and, and go also, ahead, go we ahead. Still, well, we still don't know where they're all keeping them. Oh, yeah. Like, still, <laughs> like, all season long, no footage of them in any habitation. Like, for all we know, they're like. They're they're like sleeping down on at at um at Clarkson Studio or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was that's nicer than what I was thinking. I was thinking like they were just on the top of the Empire State Building or something. <laughs> <laughs> they bought out the the roof. They'd sell anything over there. Like, hey, you yeah, we'll rent the roof out to you for yeah. three months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they might they might be in a lofted area. I also. That that wouldn't be too bad. That's a that's a great part of town. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't know. We don't know where they're coming from. But they always come in looking great, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. what I love. Um, so yeah, we have the run up to the runway. Edmund is is really confident, even though Anthony is pointing out that a scuba suit is a scuba suit is a scuba suit. Um, yes, even the and also he can't figure out what to do with his fur. <laughs> I I want I erase that fur from my brain because I think I heard him say fur and I'm like really where what else Edmund that makes yeah. no sense <sighs> yeah I don't know no no sense no yeah um oh God yeah I completely forgot about that but he ends up tying it around her neck right as a scarf that's like well we'll we'll talk about that um let me get to the runway but um. Yeah, so anything about hair and makeup, Mr. Patrick? Um, there's a... Scott Patrick. I mean, porn stash, our fave, yeah. <laughs> is is back and is offering something that, that 
I wrote down as like a high what is it it's it's rodeal high chronic tonic i'm so glad you wrote that down because he said that and the look on the model's face was like what even she was impressed i was like what is this <laughs> what? oh okay wait wait high chronic tonic high chronic I, I don't i don't know what it is okay i can't i i was like i heard that and i was like okay what the hell does this stuff do <laughs> like come on now <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, it's, it was, what it was like clear, it looked like gel. I don't know. It's like, is it yeah. really that? Yeah, but the, the name of it, I was like, wow. Um, I almost want to buy that. Yeah. I have no idea what it does. Um, <laughs> no clue. He can just come over to my house and say that to me over and over again. <laughs> I'll have a, I'll have a gin in one of those high chronic tonics, please. Uh, I have a feeling he lives in L.A. I don't know if you've stalked him <laughs> at all, Naylan. He probably is in L.A. these yeah, days. Yeah, I'm feeling he's in L.A. I think he's back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I I went back to, into the archives of of um this other podcast, and he. I think he was in L.A. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, mm-hmm. but that was a while ago. Who knows where he is now? But right now, he's on All Stars, 2016. Yeah, and um. Yeah, so so I don't know. Are are you ready for just runway time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, let's, let's. There wasn't anything anything fancy about hair and makeup, really. Okay, right. So this is the time, listeners, where you can pull up the cheat sheet. So that is a link um, to a simple JPEG in your um, in our description page. You can also find it on our Facebook page as well. That's where I've, um, I post them. And, um, that I'm titling this episode, Nina will crush you. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, great. All right. So here we are. And I'm just going to run through who our lovely judges were for this week. We had a very Mm -hmm. exciting panel. So we have our regulars, Alyssa Milano, um, who is wearing once again, wait, go ahead, go ahead. She she looks great, but she is she is in one of those like lace over lingerie outfits. Yes. Um. Someone has. But it made, still looks good on her. It looks really good. This is very. This is a deep dive. It looks like something that Sanji made <laughs> on her all oh. season. Um, oh. Yeah. And also, fun fact, uh, I have to say that I love Sanji. Um, if anyone wants to watch her season of of uh. Project Runway All Stars. It's also the All Star season that Fabio was on for the first time. But also, I was taking mm-hmm. a class at Mood at that time when it was airing, and that's mm-hmm. when Mood classes were still free. And she was one of our TAs. It was, uh, San- oh my God. it was Sanji and Victor, and she was so wonderful. You know, she called us all baby girl and honey childs, and um, she she <laughs> she snapped at us like, "Get it together!" Like, she was really mean to us in this wonderful way. And then um, <laughs> there was one episode where she won the challenge, and we never saw her again. I was so ready to say congratulations to her, but I saw this outfit that Alyssa was wearing. I'm like, that kind of looks like something that Sanji would make. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, just a an aside. Um, anyway, <laughs> so so yeah, so Alyssa was looking. Really wonderful. She's on a roll. Um, we also have mm-hmm. Isaac Mizrahi, Georgina Chapman, Nina Garcia, as you know, wonderfully, mm-hmm. Kelly Osborne, 
we no one from Candy Crush, unfortunately. That's not how the show works. Uh, yes. So, uh, Although Kelly is doing this sort of like she sort of has like the same hairdresser as Anthony. It's like <laughs> the, pom- the, uh, the, the undercut, like- the undercut with the pompadour, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Isaac describes himself as over-accessorized once again, in case we didn't get that his thing now is to wear, like, big pieces of costume jewelry on top of his jacket. <laughs> like, we had to hear about his, like, pet animal Yeah, we had to hear about Norman. Time. We had to hear about Norman. So it's like, I get it, Isaac. <laughs> just has Stop to trying to make something. this a thing. Oh, man. I bet he was so mad when Zach came on with his own thing. Do you do you remember that? Zach uh, also had a giant brooch on. And I was like, yeah, huh, I wonder if Isaac is pissed. Um, anyway, so we have. Um, right. So then for this, what do you want to do? Nayland? do you want to do high scores or low scores first? Because that's all we have. We're down to five. Right. Um, I say high scores first. OK, great. Um, so sorry. This is another aside. I skipped over. Kelly Osborne's history making comment about how there are it's so amazing she says to see five men oh yes in yeah the final history is being made yeah and I'm like is it being made by having five men or is it a different type <laughs> of history Kelly and I was I listened to it over and over again to see if they had edited her voice anywhere and they had not uh-huh. and I'm like they're also all black kelly you can say it exactly you can totally say it (laughs) so it was a weird thing to say on a fashion show as well where they're making women's wear they're just like i'm astounded that men are here are you really astounded that there are five men Mm. i'm not but that's also not historical like history is not being made that way right but right they're all black which is also this which is the big deal at this moment so yeah anyway Oh, and also with Helen, that there's like just the top six were all people of color. So, yes. People of color. Great. Yeah. All right. Now we can get into the. What did you choose? The high scores or the low scores? I forgot. Yeah, high scores. Okay, high scores. Okay. Good news first. All right. So, I would say that the split between the high and the low scores were. It wasn't very. Uh, straight this week. Like, it, I, I feel like there's there are certain judges who loved some and some that loved the others so i feel like the line between high and low was um mm-hmm. not all of that all that distinct but these are the high mm-hmm. scores so we start with stanley and uh yeah yeah what are your thoughts on this one so here's my thing it's like this is so 70s i think that's stanley's thing <laughs> yeah i, I mean it thing. is it it is really his thing and it's like I have to say, like, I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, resort does not mean, like, design and awning. Like, I, mm-hmm. like it, it. there's some weird thing about, like, what this pattern does and the color blocking in the pants mm-hmm. that reads to me, like, he kept saying, like, Lake Cuomo is my inspiration. I was like, okay, really, this just looks like a boathouse. <laughs> Like it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, this is the color that you put on the cushions on mm. like 
the you know that you get made in the indoor outdoor fabric for your chaise lounge yeah 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 it it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's just it's there was way too much of this fabric and um and for anyone who doesn't mm-hmm. know what like como is i had to look it up because it's in a region a glacial origin of glacial glacial origin in lombardy italy it's essentially italian mm-hmm. um and so I, I could see where he was getting that inspiration putting the hat in there and but this whole neckerchief thing with this huge bowl down the back w- using more of this print yeah. and i think um everyone hated this print and i would have loved to have seen it close up but um i really thought that he lost it a little bit with without this editing eye so thinking of it without the skirt you know if instead of having it be a dress then cut off the mm-hmm. lower part of it how how would that have looked and he's done this before where he's made the overgarment slash dress and realized that Anne was right too much fabric um, here it is where I'm just like, I think he just sort of forced himself to do it just to see what he could get away with. Um, cause it seems like something that he's been working out and, um, and has been working yeah. towards for a while. So also there's like a weird thing, like in the close-ups of this, like he talks earlier about all of the hemming that he has to do. Mm-hmm. The hemming on the dress is really janky. And the pants. Like when you see, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he he kind of talked about, yeah, he just, you know, in the workroom, a lot of, um, you know, fancy designer talk about the different types of hemming he had to do. But um, I was disappointed in how the pants turned out, um, disappointed in the, yeah, you can sort of even see the strings on the cheat sheet if you blow it up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I wasn't happy about these sleeves. And I think these are mm-hmm. Anthony sleeves in a way, but this like seventies flounce and, and it, the way he had sort of um, yeah. trimmed it with elastic made it look very cheap to me, and mm-hmm. uh, made me think that perhaps that's not something that this fabric wanted to do. He was just sort of forcing it into mm-hmm. the silhouette in a way. But um, yeah, but quite honestly, like I I think I I'm fine with the print. I would have liked to have seen less of it because overall it's just too much. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's just too heavy. Like, I think, like, a narrower sleeve with, like, an actual cuff with a button. Yeah. Like, a sort of more of a men's a men's cuff. Right. Would have, you know, might have helped. Yeah, it would have tailored anyway. it in a little bit and, and balanced yeah. it off with that those pants on the bottom, which is why I want, I want yeah. that skirt to go. Because I thought the pants were great before he put on that green stuff on the bottom. Mm. The color blocking, I don't know why. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but next we have Ken. Mm-hmm. And um, thoughts. I love this gold belt. Was that like, gold or silver? Nobody talks about it. I think it's gold. Really? I think so. I thought it was silver. Maybe it's just reflecting all the all the yellow. Maybe. It's metallic. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever it's way. Metallic. If you put gold in there, that is such a great idea. Because to me, I when it looks silver, which to me was a little expected, and sort of um, mm-hmm. shying away from the color. But if you if you went gold, I think that's great. <laughs> it's chartreuse. Um, yeah, but go, but go on. No, no, I I mean that's it's um, I I uh, you know I hate to use this word because people because it's really overused on. 
Project Runway, mm-hmm. but the the effortless word. Yeah. I definitely was feeling that. It's like, and I think that's sort of like sometimes somebody puts together like a garment that it's like you look at it and you take it all in at once. Yeah. And that's to me the thing that feels effortless. Like you don't, it does, it doesn't feel like anything is um, fighting with anything else. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cause I mean, in contrast to Stanley, and then we'll get to Fabio next. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really interesting observation because I I noticed that, um, y- there, yeah, it just all of it just looks great and very easy. Of course, mm-hmm. it walked wonderfully well and um, mm-hmm. still kind of I and, and out of all of them, really sort of reminded me a little bit of Candy Crush and just sort of brought it back into oh we're we're doing something that's fun. And, but Ken, mm-hmm. you know, for all of his, you know, orneriness and very like, there's this prickly attitude, he does color really well and very boldly. And he's not, he's mm-hmm. just not good at picking a secondary color. That's the only thing he's not really good at. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you tell him do something bold or, or go have fun with his color, he'll do it. And I think that using this, um, using this fabric from the get-go and just using it all and not necessarily breaking it up the way a lot of the other designers did. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's cre- I like how he's creating this nice texture using just one type of fabric. Um, yeah. So I just thought it was just really wonderful. I wish the pants were a little bit more tapered, but I think he was, he said he was going to add in a go day. And I asked Samelia what that is. I know, I know I know what a go day is. Um, in the pants. What is it? It's it's like this triangular piece of fabric that you you put you put it in. Um, and it, it creates this weird flounce. Um, and you and I think. Hmm. Do you remember? I think Candace that um the skirt that she made on the first uh first challenge with um I thought it looked like a circus tent, but those are just lots mm. of gold days. Okay, all around. Okay, and so it makes this little flounce. And so I'm glad that he didn't put that in here, but I just. I think that that would have. Um, I think he was trying to mirror whatever the um, the outer garment was mm-hmm. trying to do. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't have time to put that go day in. So yeah, all right. Looks really good. Ready for Fabio? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go on. So Fabio's next, and he's also was in the top. Um, mm-hmm. and he ended up not doing his original idea of color blocking, but instead, uh, draped the fabric separately on separate ends. So essentially this symmetric right. usage of, of different colors and then, um, draped a whole other dress underneath or are those pants? It's pants. Oh yeah. Navy blue pants underneath. Right. And and the thing about this is, I guess that there's something about the the difference between like the pink and the red fabric mm-hmm. that um, that you can one flowed more readily. I mean, the thing with Ken's, you know, Ken's opened to really reveal what was going on underneath mm-hmm. uh, Fabio. Like, it was like you were, it was sort of the legs were sort of fighting to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see that with the model walking in it, that she essentially was kicking 
that Ford part yeah. open. And it's, and it's interesting. Okay. So this is also another type of opposite of Ken's and where you don't really get to take it all in. Um, there's a lot of figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on with the garment. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything inherently bad with turning around and having something totally different. But in what you're talking about, what's easy and effortless about Ken's, Fabio makes you work really hard and um, yes. brings a lot to mind with what it's like to be in that garment. And I don't think that's, even though it looks wearable, it's probably one of the least wearable garments on the runway, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, I mean, I was surprised that he was in a top and I thought that they would say a little bit more about how the model had to essentially kick her way down the runway. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, what I do like about it is the um, the the way that the two separate pieces uh, that make up the dress are sort of angled mm-hmm. um, on the on the sides. Yeah. So he ends up doing this kind of high low thing, but it but it. Um, hmm. but that was a thing that worked really nicely when it walked and you can kind of see it on the cheat sheet, the way that the, that the, it's not just like a flat, um, thing mm-hmm. all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. I think that works really well. And I think that there's something potentially like really exciting, like looking at the back view where it's almost like the front becomes like this, like it, it could have been like an apron. Mm-hmm. That she was wearing like actual like slacks underneath, mm-hmm. and that to me seems very close to the way that Fabio thinks about dressing. Yeah, yeah, and, and that that could have been like a great thing if those if the what like the the straps are made out of that trim, but if they had actually been more uh, like a like a kind of more rugged um, fabric choice. Mm-hmm. That would have been like really interesting, I think. So you mean just on the straps on the back? Yeah, like if like that whole like where you're seeing that trim, mm-hmm. like if that was much more um, treated like they were like apron straps or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you really had this very femme thing in the front mm-hmm. and very butch in the back. Yeah, and you can even see those like. Not buckles, but whatever you do to kind of adjust the length of the straps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. If only he had time. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, and I agree. I think this is something that he has worked out and worked through. And I'm always a little paranoid about how designers recover from losing on the show. Because I think, I always mm-hmm. look, I always think back to his finale um, episode where I really felt like he should have won. Um, and be, mm-hmm. be rewarded for doing something that's, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite difficult to do, but something that he, he does very well. And I can see him sort of working this out. Um, and I'm glad he was on the top and not on the bottom because I was a little worried, especially about the tacky embellishments that he used. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's very different. Which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, All yeah. Right. Okay, so ready for the low scores? Ah, <laughs> oh, I took a deep breath. So here we go. Um, 
I almost want to start with Anthony. <laughs> yeah, we should. That's yeah. fine. Great. Let's start with Anthony. Um, and he, if you guys will remember, had his Savannah, sticky Savannah Safari romper <laughs> thing. Um, I liked this. <laughs> I thought it was a gorgeous romper. It, I wanted it. Yes. <laughs> I am. I am not. I'm generally not big on rompers. Yeah. But. Um. Uh, but yes, I thought this, I, I, I thought this looked, um, I thought this looked really good. Um, you could tell that he ran into trouble when Nina used the word tricky. Mm, Yeah. Like, like that was, there was the turning point Mm. cause she, cause to like that is one of her like you know words of doom yeah she also used the word empty and and yeah <laughs> and this is where it's, i think it's interesting having nina on the panel because i feel like if she hadn't been there everyone would have been like oh my god yet another week anthony you did something great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but what did you think about that did it did it make you think of it differently or point out certain things well you know her thing is i mean she asked him like so how do you get into this like wait what is the like how how is it you know and her Mm -hmm. thing is always like can you wear underwear underneath it like is how does this person how does the person get in and out of this garment like that's always her thing and so um you know so as soon as he revealed that that was a a little bit elaborate. Mm-hmm. She, you know, that's when she turned the corner, and that's when we started hearing about like she's like a nurse in her sports bra. And, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> got very yeah. She's like she's dark. so As front heavy, Kelly, and I'm like okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kelly was all over it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. I mean, I I really, I really liked it. The only thing is, compared to everyone else, I, I was a little just, I don't want him to use white. I just, come on, just get out of there a little bit. But I think the mm-hmm. way he used the, the eyelet um, fabric was very much yeah. for, a you know, if you're thinking of your, if you're going to a very hot place where it's sticky, um, mm-hmm. this is something that you would naturally do, even if you're going to Savannah, Georgia, you know, you want to wear white things that reflect mm-hmm. white. And so, um, I thought it was very practical and then a, a nice interpretation of what you would think of as like what Michael Kors would design for a safari resort. <laughs> and, yes, you know, exactly. And so I, I, but in the same way, it, like I get it. Like you can't wear a bra with this. You just can't. It's just ridiculous. And and um, that that can also be a part of it. But um, I don't know. I I just didn't have much to say in terms of how I didn't like this. But I like that Nina had such a strong opinion about it. Mm-hmm. It looks like something that she would yeah. wear. So yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So Edmund. Uh, he's on no one's bracket. <laughs> oh, Edmund. So again, um, it just seemed so clueless. It, 
you know, he had some issues in the crotch area. And I would have to say for when, when the judges looked into this, I had the most to write down because he revealed some things that I thought were a little concerning, but just looking at the outfit, um, it just looks, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's, it's this, the proportions mm-hmm. are, and I never would think that you would, you could have a proportion issue on a bodysuit essentially. But to me, there's a proportion yeah. issue. There's a, an issue with her shoulders. So that the part that comes underneath her arms. So if you want to talk about being athletic and moving around, that doesn't look good. It almost looks like mm-hmm. the pants are diapered around her. Um, and then there was this thing that I really didn't like where you could see the invisible zipper, the outline of that part that yes. we're not supposed to see underneath. And I think he was trying yeah. to cover that with the scarf, but it went all the way down to her navel. It was annoying. So yeah, that was it, it. Was that was really unattractive? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the one person who should have had a dress to cover up those pants. Oh yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> something else. <laughs> Do something with that fur. I would have been fine if he had used yeah. that fur. You know, make a little skirt. I don't know. Just do something. I mean, else. it's yeah. It's it's also like you know it. You know, it's like a Muppet is trying to strangle her. I mean, it's just this like pop of color that he keeps and like that headband. It's just it's I mean, you're right to say clueless. It just looks like it's kind of floundering. Yeah. Yeah. And what also to me is interesting. And that's I think that's also why I just want to ask a bunch of questions. He just seemed so confident the whole entire time. And, and so, yeah. you know, this waistband, like wrapping that around, it's not even something that's integrated into the outfit. It's an accessory. Um, I don't know what's happening underneath that collar, but I think there was another quote unquote pop of collar under there. I hate that phrase now. Mm. And then, um, yeah. also this, this combination of colors. And I think when he describes it, he doesn't say anything of, he doesn't say anything about it tying into the challenge. So even, yeah, you're doing something for a mountain resort, but this is inside of a game. It's a fantasy land that doesn't exist. You made something that was semi-utilitarian right. in response to something that's all about, mostly about make-believe and addiction. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> like you can you can go so many places with it, and and so many places that are if you want to be real serious about it, then um. I, you know, you could have been, you could have done like an Anthony. I think Anthony approached this in a serious, that's serious to me in terms of looking at this. And even like Ken's is kind of serious, but not, I don't know. Just, it just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, your thoughts. Now. No, if, it's ranting. like, if this is for a resort, it's the last one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that should have been the title of the show, Nalen. <laughs> last resort. <laughs> And Edmonds is literally the last resort. Oh, no. (laughs) He chose his last and it's like, it's going to be his last. Oh, no. Um, Man, that's that's great. That's it's. Oh, man. I have so many thoughts. But um, before we go on to say who won and who lost, is there anything else that stood out during deliberations or during the judging time that you want to? Well, I love uh, I love when they're talking to Edmund. Georgina 
takes the uh, takes the moment to explain to us that après ski means after ski. Yes, it literally means après ski. It's French half ski. <laughs> Oh my god. So okay, can we a little bit about um this use of this term um in terms of like <laughs> okay, I you know I, you know I think so that's something that is definitely a problem in terms of how we describe things and assuming that other people know what we're referring to and the idea that this is something that Georgina and Anne just freely use and I and also Stanley. Stanley's like, ugh, Edmund doesn't know what opera game means. Like, Stanley, why don't you walk over there and tell him what it means? But also that yes. Edmund has been entrenched in the fashion industry and doesn't know the term. And I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there's something wrong with I, okay, I will put it all on Stanley. How about that? Stanley, go over there and mm. tell Edmund what opera game means. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but and I and I think there's something um like a bit of a a cultural issue here where you know I don't know I, I don't I don't think it's something that and or any of them need to understand that maybe someone doesn't know this term but I think there was just just some of an an ongoing issue right. of not understanding here that Edmund was sort of lost from the very beginning but well and also. Yeah, I mean, resort is a really weird, it's a weird thing to design for. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the thing that, like, designers add in as, like, their fifth line, right? Right, right. It's not, you know, people don't really do resort collections out of the box. I mean, out of the box, out of the gate. Yeah. It's, like, not a thing that somebody, like, builds a name for themselves. Right, right doing yeah yeah i mean and it's also something where i'm like i've never been to a resort and i don't know and also i'm not not into resort fashion period but um it 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 seemed to me as one of those things where you're, you're in a moment where um perhaps this is something that is accessible on certain parts of your industry um and it it really kind of highlights I don't know, because because I, I, after that I was like, yeah, I don't. I've been skiing, but I've never been to a lodge before. Like we just kind of like you know when, when when I lived in Philly, we would drive right. up to the Blue Mountains and we'd ski for the day. This happened once. I shouldn't say that. I've skied. I've gone skiing once, which is which is <laughs> insane. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's like I I mean maybe the reason why people focus on après ski is yeah. that like actual skiing itself is just psychotic. It's. I, I tried so I've never tried so hard my whole entire life not to fall. And I didn't fall that day, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a thing, but also, you know, we drove back the same day and mm -hmm. um people were wet, freezing. You know, we would have loved to have gone to like a cabin or something like, you know, dried off a little mm -hmm. bit. And that's sort of like what people and people I associate people with means are able to do. And so right. um it's not something that I would necessarily hook on to skiing. And that's why a little part of me was like, Edmund, make a ski suit. All right. Do what you know mm -hmm. or what you've seen or, mm -hmm. you know, the Olympics. <laughs> just just kind of just take anything in. So um, I'm glad that Georgina explained what après ski meant. Thank goodness. So. Um, and then also Alyssa weighs in and goes like, I just have to say, it looks like she's packing. What? 
<laughs> I know. Yeah. She's oh, she says she's packing. It looks like she's packing a penis. Yes. And then you hear Anthony from off screen going, "A big one." <laughs> I mean, what is it like to be those models? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, at least they don't have to have like the Heidi and Zach grope fest. I know, you know. Where they, oh god, yeah, where they paw all over them and probably yeah. like pull on her leg to see how far down the 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 crotch would actually go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Alyssa did say that. And mm. and that's when we 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 discover or when I, Edmund reveals that he added an inch and a half. And so, yes. if anyone has is ever familiar with sewing and this idea for of like sports. seam allow- allowances and say it again for sports, yeah, for sports. I mean, you, the stretches in the fabric, not in the in the seam <laughs> allowance or in like the room in your crotch. That's why you wear tech. <laughs> tech fabrics and so that's why i was like again and i wrote i wrote in my notes i wrote 1.5 inches exclamation point a million times why again you're so skilled Mm -hmm. here and also for edmund in his eye why could you not see that this crotch was crazy you why yeah but also take take a look at the arms on the on the front view yes yeah she looks like she's bat and and you'll see that it's like the same problem yeah. Oh God. Just where where he probably needed to put the inches, one and a half inches underneath her arms. Just switch it or flip, <laughs> flip, mm-hmm. flip the flip the uh, the pattern. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah. He's so good. And I and from last week to this was just such a disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and also another thing that I that I think we've talked about before with the camaraderie with, you know, um, Stanley, Ken, and Fabio and Anthony, where mm. I, I and I wrote in my notes, Edmund, because he was like, I've never been skiing before. I was like, I've never been skiing to a ski resort, but you see, you see this wonderful interaction with Anthony and Fabio, where they have like a little crit session where Anthony's like, where should I put these mm-hmm. pockets, Fabio? And Fabio spends some time telling, suggesting where the pockets should go and also how big they should be in, ter- in terms of like scale and, and relationship to the rest of his garment. I'm like, why didn't, why doesn't Edmund go and ask these questions or I, I'm just curious, curious because it feels like this could have been mm. solved by just a, a one-on-one with somebody being like, what is this? Just, I, I have a question. I don't, I'm not really clear. Yeah. I need your help. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Edmund. Um, to tell. All right. So, okay. So let's see here. Um, Nalen, do you want mm-hmm. to say who is this week's winner? This week's winner is Ken. Yay! It was kind of obvious. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that if that was what it was for you but for me it was it was quite obvious (laughs) yeah 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 no it was pretty clear (laughs) but you know he also i I mean and i'll say it you know they they talk about it being difficult judging the truth is it is all really close yeah yeah at this point that 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 it's not um it's it's like ken kind of won by having the outfit out of this group of five that 
you couldn't have any objections about. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, and I, whereas everybody yeah. else had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, but also this is something that I, I'm just so glad that they're moving on because I think Fabio and Stanley were rewarded for doing things that I think are very different from what they've well, for Stanley very different from what he's been making still in that like mm-hmm. 70s aesthetic thing but I I have a thing I have a feeling that this is something that Stanley's been doing and has been wanting to do and maybe since he ended up in the top that this I'm hoping this is good mm-hmm. for him to be affirmed in his like risk taking in a way yes um, and there is something also very sweet when Ken goes when Ken goes backstage like to announce his win and like Dan, you know, does like a little dance and is like, (laughs) and, and also in like Stanley's very, you know, sweet with him as well. Yeah. Again, love to see this. Yeah. (laughs) I just like a, let's just a, a fly on the wall situation. That's all I need. Just a camera in Mm -hmm. the corner of your design fashion house. Um, Yes. And nail it. So then, um, who is the eliminated? <laughs> who is the eliminated designer this week? Um, Edmund goes home this week. Yeah, and and Anthony lets out. <laughs> scream! Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like um there was no way Anthony was gonna go home. It just it just no it, there's just no, no, no way. Um not not yet. Um and I and I got what I wanted. It's the sister wives and the dead mother and the final five. Mm-hmm. But um yes. or final four. But also um Everyone was so sad to see Edmund go. And I think that's also yeah. something that I want to know. Because I know Edmund is such a wonderful person in real life. And I think that was a part yeah. of it, too. Alyssa was near tears. She was like, I don't want you to leave. And I'm in my head, yeah. I'm thinking, who went home because you guys really wanted Edmund to stay? Let's talk about that. Anyway, but that's fine. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, Yes, I think that there was some of that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, because he's been very up and down over the course of the um, over the course of the the season, mm-hmm. but he's also a really good guy and he's really gracious right. and is like you know, um, you know, in his sort of acceptance of it and yeah. and yeah. Uh, in his in his farewells. Yeah, um, we get we do get like more backstage footage of Anthony coming back <laughs> and. Pretending that it was him yeah. <laughs> who was eliminated, and everyone they um, kind of believed him. They're like, "No, really?" He's like, "No, I'm scared." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I have to say, normally I'm like all over anything that Fabio is wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this jacket that Anthony had on, that like black and white striped jacket oh that was sort of like a pea coat had with like those had like really big lapels oh i was like oh my yeah. god i want this jacket Wait. i thought it was so good looking so nailin are you also saying that you would like to see 
a fashion house that combines Fabio, Anthony, at least Fabio and Anthony, because now you're adding on to Anthony as like a like a like someone that and have them make and have them make menswear yeah. exclusively for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think this is an interesting development in this whole thing, and I think it's affirming what I want as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Wow, Nalan, I've never heard you compliment someone else's outerwear besides Fabio ever. Huh? Yeah, I'm. I, you know, it's normally I don't really dig how uh, how. I mean, there's some designers on there who, um, you know, who I, whose whose own dressing I really loved was the the guy from I I think it was last season who, um was also i think from atlanta mm-hmm. uh, had a lot of had did a lot of sort of like um print and streetwear stuff mm-hmm. he had a really interesting mix of things i wish i could oh, remember his name Kutenai? off the top of my head yes yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah i loved how he dressed and i loved how he how the the um when they showed pictures of his own line mm-hmm. i was like mm, yeah yes man that's 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 another thing um and i and i don't know if i mentioned to you and i mentioned it on the the podcast before where um we we got to see a little bit of edmund did a throwback thursday back to when he was making menswear oh yeah yeah and he apparently was making menswear and that's what he auditioned with for season one of Project Runway, and mm-hmm. they rejected him. They told him because he does menswear, and they're like, "We want to, we want to wow. cast women's wear designers." And so he just threw himself into women's wear. Um, mm-hmm. And that's another thing. So I, I actually asked him on Instagram, and he hasn't responded. But I was like, "How do you feel about last season where they actually casted P, uh, designers who are explicitly menswear designers?" And Kutz and I was one of them, and Brandon, of course, was mm-hmm. another one. But um, and Kuz and I uh, unfortunately did not get to really show what he could do because I have a feeling that like he would have yeah. given Brandon a run for his money. But um, mm-hmm. that also makes me think of how Edmund in that Throwback Thursday photo, it, it he he had made it was like a winter fall line for men, and it kind of looked like ski wear. <laughs> 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 I just well, thought that. I was like, include, oh yeah. man, Edmund. <laughs> Sorry to bring that around, but you did some to me it, it looked like something that could have been resort where there's like a little bit of faux fur and, you know, tan colors and layers and was, you know, essentially just fancy mm. outerwear. But um yeah, yeah, I I'm still am pulling for him to do menswear. So I think you all know, just like menswear better. <laughs> <laughs> just like a nod to it just oh, it's fine um anyway so um before we go just want to mention so this is our final four and nalan mm-hmm. you're still in the running fabio made it to next week so he's in the shock and on his way to the finale um almost there and then um Samilia still has anthony who who's you know you know kind of cleared a hurdle pretty far mm-hmm. um on to mm-hmm. next week and so they're going to dc and um just want to remind the listeners that we've been watching 2016 this whole time um in project runway mm-hmm. so as far as we're concerned in the 
realm of all-stars Barack Obama is still president and they're going to DC and they're in the Smithsonian they're not at the White House or anything like that but um, mm-hmm. I don't know it all looks like it's going to be a little bit of a doozy this was probably the most confusing trailer for next episode I've ever seen um, including an yes. evil Georgina Chapman smile I'm like what's going on I have no idea <laughs> I, what are we up? What, what are we up against? <laughs> like, it's true. So chills um, ran down my spine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and yeah. So that's about it. Unless you have any closing words on this episode, Nayland. Anything we didn't cover? No, I think it's. I, I think it's a really solid final four. I mean, that's yeah. the thing that's interesting is that there, it's, it's not uneven at all. They're really. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I and you know we we predict. I mean, in my head, I'm I'm predicting who will go next week. Um, the person I thought would go went, and now I yeah I don't know. Everyone else, yeah. I agree, is very strong. I could not. I, I I could not say. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, Nalan. So before we say goodbye, um, do you have anything to plug? Any announcements? And where can people find you on social mediums? You can find me either at um, Nalen Blake on Twitter, um, on uh, on Nalen W Blake, all one word at uh, on Instagram. Um, and in terms of uh, stuff to plug, um, the exhibition that I curated for. Um, the international uh, for the Institute of Contemporary Art in uh, in Philadelphia, uh, which is called Tag uh, Propositions on um, Queer Play and the Ways Forward, uh, will be up through the middle of August. Um, so here's a show that's all about queerness and gaming, <laughs> and has some video game stuff in it, and also all about dressing up. So if you care about any of those things, uh, you should go see it. It's a it's it's um, a really wonderful assortment of artists. So Yay. Uh, that's the main thing that I have up. Um, and you. And so I will piggyback off of that reference, off that plug, because I forgot to mention at the top of the show that I'm in Philadelphia right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am in town. And so. After we um, wrap up this podcast, I will be going to the Institute of Contemporary Art to see Nayland's exhibition. I'm so excited. So, and also you can find me on the interwebs at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And um, also, again, my Etsy store is up at How Indigo. And I also have an Instagram for that. um, That's just at How Indigo, one word. Um, of course, for all of these, we'll have the links um, in our link section. So a link to Nalen's exhibition. And we also have the link to the show at the African-American Museum. Nalen, is that still up? Uh, yes, okay. it is still up. Yes, so, I totally forgot. So the link is in there, too. And then we also have links for um, Samilia, um, mm-hmm. uh, who is um, my lovely co-host, um, to her website at textileshop.com and then to her Instagram and all of those uh, where you can find her on all of her social mediums as well. 
And for you guys, thank you again um, for listening with us um, along uh, with another podcast about this wonderful franchise that we love dearly, Project Runway. And, um, you know, through all of the... <laughs> all of the highs and the lows and all of the craziness and the ins and outs and the drama and the lack of drama and the camaraderie and the redemption of chicken um it's been a lot of fun <laughs> so <laughs> um until next week we will say goodbye bye bye y'all